Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary Bonus Day 183. It's now been, believe it or not, six years, one month, and 25 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And I want to say thanks to the BCs who've called the Bravery Hotline, commented, or written since our last episode. I appreciate it, and I haven't forgotten you, and I will work on writing the next show to include all of your updates. But I wanted to get this bonus show out quickly today to let you know how Mark and I are faring in this new world of isolated home during COVID-19 pandemic. And I have to admit, there may just be a chip or two involved. Oh well, Mark agreed to give his take on things. So up first, our conversation about what our life is like as a couple sheltering here together. A lot. Well, honey, here we are at home again. Again? <laughs> what do you mean again? I mean, we, we're at home all the time. No, we're not. Well, I am. Well, be that as it may, thanks for coming here to talk to the BCs about what our life is like in the coronavirus pandemic lockdown shelter in place. What are we calling it? I don't know. <laughs> I've heard so many different things and so many experts, and I'm just like, uh, oh, well, um, it's something anyway. Well, it's kind of unbelievable when i go back to the start of march i was so happy because i had a birthday party in a voiceover studio with a bunch of my friends and a well-known video game director and we were all there together drinking and eating and laughing and dare i say hugging on march 9th and by the 11th, the afternoon of the 11th, I think we were all starting to have to stay in our house. Yeah, it uh, it it started pretty pretty quick. It went from like you know zero to a thousand miles an hour. So could you tell what it was like to go to my birthday party? Um, well, I'm a claustrophobic, so it was it was hard on me, but um, I had a good time and. I did uh, I did uh, some recording, which is something that I don't do very often, and and I was really impressed with uh, how I did. But that was a very good director that uh, that could get you know stuff from me that I would have never imagined I I could have actually said. And what was the party actually like? Everybody is really friendly, and uh, there is plenty of food and drink, and and everybody seemed to have a really good time. And there was more than one person there. Yeah, it seemed crowded to me, but, you know. I don't know. I think it was between 10 and 15 people, maybe. Yeah, at least, uh, at least. But did you feel any sense of dread or like something was coming or that we shouldn't be there? No, no, I didn't. I uh, no, I just had my normal claustrophobia where I didn't like to be around people. Yeah, I know you do. I appreciate you going there, and I appreciate he actually went into the booth and did some some voiceover. He tried it. Yep. So, what did you say that struck you most about my party? 
Well, the fact that everybody had such a good time. In particular? In particular? I'm leading the witness here because you. You had a great time, sweetheart. You were like, uh, you know, you were like floating on clouds. It was wonderful. And what did you think about my performance? I thought it was very good, sweetie. Are you saying that because I'm looking at you and there's no escape? No, no, you 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 perform pretty well. <laughs> anyway, we came home. The next day, I don't remember what we did, but on the morning of March 11th, I went to my singing lesson down in Burbank in person with my singing teacher. And I had a really good lesson and everything was fine. But I think by that afternoon, we were already starting to hear the news that we couldn't go out anymore. Well, it was on Thursday. It was a Thursday on the, what the, you know, anyway, I could look it up, but it, it, basically it's been a little over two weeks now that uh, we've been at this. And so you and I in some ways are lucky because we're married and we have cats and a fairly big house for two people. So we get a chance to see one another. Well, and actually, would I, I have a garden, so I can go outside for the most part. Uh, when it rains a little bit, I'll, you know, sometimes just open up the garage and just watch it rain. And, but I can get out and still be socially isolated. So that's a very, very nice feature. <laughs> it's been really hard on me because all of... All of entertainment, like I know most of you know that we live in Southern California and all of the restaurants are closed, all of the bars are closed, all of the events are closed, all of production, like TV productions of shows that you might want to see, they're all closed. Nothing is in production right now. So I have many, 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 many actor friends who are not only out of a job from their acting point of view, which is tough enough, but also their survival jobs in the bars or the restaurants or doing things at live events, passing out flower, flyers. So many jobs are closed. And I'm just like really mad at myself now because I canceled my getting my hair dye on my roots on that Thursday thinking, well, maybe I'll put this off. And if I would have gone that day, I could have gotten the very last root job of the very last minute of the very last salon being allowed to be open. But I didn't. So now I'm going to get to live with seeing my true hair color ah! for the next couple of months, I guess. Well, no one knows. I mean, I've seen so many different predictions that my head spins. So... All I know, it's always uh, darkest before dawn. And, uh, you know, there are a few predictions that kind of see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So I think I'll go with those. Well, it's tough because every day, like my friend loves to watch the news 24-7, have the news on the computer all of the time and see all of the updates. And I'm kind of like the ostrich in the sand. I feel that if something is pertinent to me, I'm going to find out about it. And otherwise, I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it because I ha get a lot of anxiety. And 
frankly, this is a situation where there's not much I can do outside of wash my hands and keep social distancing and try not to go anywhere. There's really nothing I can do about it. So for me, it's, I said, everyone's different. For me, I feel more stressed if I keep my eye on the news continuously or get mad at our political situation of how the leadership is behaving or not behaving or the different misinformations that come around from different sources. It's just very stressful because as I said, I figure like true factual things that are going to impact me like dates of we need to shelter in place or if there are going to be tests or if there are going to be processes for us i figure i will find that out one way or another and the rest of the news is just conjecture now you fall more on the size of side of you like to listen to news all the time well, i do but i gotta admit that i'm being a little more selective I'm also like uh, I, I'm on Facebook, so I'm I'm posting more of these positive things that people people are putting out there, and the things that are really cool, like singing on their balconies and and uh, delivering groceries to older people. Yeah, a lot of people are out there doing really good things and still social distancing too. So I, I my hat goes off to them, you know. And my heart goes out to everybody that's hurting out there. It's, I mean, it's it's tough for, for so many people that uh, are out of work, and it you know it takes a while to get unemployment. And everybody knows you can't live on that anyway. But it's better than nothing, I guess. But yeah, so there's a lot of people hurting out there, and and there's a lot of good going on too. So I'm trying to concentrate on all the people who are doing good things. I'm like still like astounded that there's no toilet paper in the stores after over two weeks. I'm going like, whoa, <laughs> there must be a giant hole that sucks all toilet paper up. It's like, you know, no paper towels either, no paper products. It's it's like, whoa, what the hell's going on? I don't know, honey, but I will tell you, BC is like, we're doing this show basically to tell you how we are, and we are doing well. We're fine. We're going to survive this financially okay. We're going to survive this socially okay. Lucky for me, my voiceover studio is equipped so that the jobs that come in that people want a voice talent, I'm able to accomplish it. And a lot of my friends are playing catch up with that. We're having a lot of online workouts or tryouts or classes. One of my friends is a Zumba instructor. And so she set up daily Zumba class that we can do for free. And, you know, I'm kind of encouraged that many, many, many more people, I believe, are stepping up to provide good in these trying times versus to try to take advantage of others. And I think that's kind of a cool thing to see us get back to really trying to do what we can to help one another, even though we are in this really weird predicament. No, and we're in it for the long run. So we might as well like just uh, concentrate on being nicer and, and helping people as best we can because we're all in this together and we're all going to have to, you know, come out of this together and it's still going to be a struggle once we come out. So it's, you know, 
But on the other hand, on the bright side, uh, people are, a lot of people are really stepping up to the plate. Well, and one person stepping up the plate is Mark, because Mark is participating in our secret Facebook Zen spot. There's just a few of us in there, and we're kind of concentrating on positive things or just being supportive to one another. And if you'd like to join into our secret Facebook group, send me an email at laurie at com with the email address that you use for Facebook, if we're not already Facebook friends. Because if you send me the email that you use to log into Facebook, I can send you an invite. And again, it's very informal. You can talk about eating issues if you choose, but we also just kind of check in with one another, and it's very, very informal, and Mark is an active participant. How would you describe the secret Zen spot on Facebook, honey? Um, I think it's I think it's cool that, you know, some people have actually gone through some pretty hard times even since you started that, and they're, they're still striving to find something to be grateful for, so... It, it, it's an interesting experiment. <laughs> Mark is there. So you actually have a better chance to get to know more about Mark on that Facebook group than you do here. Because how much do you love recording these updates? I don't like recording these updates, sweetheart. <laughs> so why do you? Because I love you, baby. Oh, I love you too. But you also like the Brave Companions. Yes, they're all good people. Yeah. Well, see, Brave Companions, you better be good people now. He thinks that's who you are. <laughs> I think so, too. So thanks again for stopping in to give an update. Is there anything that has surprised you about what it's like to be stuck at home? No, not really. Not, not really. My, our, my life, my, I'm not a social person, so my life hasn't really changed all that much. Yes, that's a really good excuse. I'd love to come see you, but I can't. You know, <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> uh, so if you'd like to share your stories with us, feel free to call the Bravery Hotline. It's still free for you. It's a voicemail type thing, so you can do that or leave a comment on today's show notes, which is day 183. And before we go, oh, I did want to say one last thing is I'll put on today's show notes the link to the demo of the video game that I'm in. I can't tell you what it is, and I can't really tell you anything more, but because the demo is public, I can post that link on my website. And Mark has played some of that demo, and we ran into me. Yeah, we did. What did you think about that game? Uh, I, so far, I, I enjoyed that game. Were you impressed with it? Yeah. <laughs> there, see, I'm trying to give him to say some nice things about me as a voice actor, but uh, no such luck. But the game is really a lot of fun, and I'm very, very proud of it. So, if you'd like to know what game I'm in, stop by compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash D-A-Y-183. Yes? You need to do some kind of wrap-up for this. Oh, a, a, a wrap. Okay. That's a wrap. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> well, there you have it. There's Mark and me in a nutshell. 
part of us is really working together as a team and trying to help each other out. And part of us are just irritated as all get out because we're so stuck together. And I'm not able to go out and do my regular social things that I normally do to get out of his way. So Mark can have the house to himself and garden by himself without me saying like, hey, honey, how about this or how about that? But Mark really has been great through all of this, you know, going around and helping. And he does most of the shopping, even though he's the older of us two. I tend to have a lot of bronchial problems, so he's been very protective of that. So I am fortunate that I feel at this moment perfectly fine and good and as healthy as can be. But I will say that Mark has brought home a few bags of chips that normally would last us some time. And for some reason, that seems to be what I'm most hungry for. You know, stress, 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 and decades-old coping mechanisms don't go easily. <laughs> And I have to say, I think both of us, Mark and I, are up a few pounds since we've been in isolation, partially because the food that's available in the store is really, really random. You know, I used to like take out my cookbook and look up my recipes and say to Mark, here's my list, go get these veggies and go get this and I'm going to make a stir fry or I'm going to do this or now it's kind of like he comes home with a cucumber and a radish and who knows what. Like one week we were lucky we got some eggs. And it's not like we're starving at all. We we have food, but it's all really weird, random food. And I guess because we are isolated and the both of us have eating issues, I would say that sometimes our food, whatever we have available, becomes some entertainment. Though I think at this point, after a couple of weeks, both Mark and I are feeling like, oh man, I'm not feeling great in my body. So I think we're, we're scaling down some of the stress eating at this point. It just doesn't feel good. And we notice that it doesn't help the situation any. But I have to admit, those robot aliens have been kind of working their magic on me and whispering in my ear that chips would be a really good option for some of these stressful days. However, there's other things that are good. Like I mentioned a little bit with Mark, as my friend Cindy is doing free Zumba lessons, and she's a Zumba teacher. So even though I really, 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 really modify a lot, I get in like... 40 minutes to an hour of marching in place, doing light Zumba moves, and I'm entertained by the fact that I know that she's doing that at the same time as me. So in some ways, we're super, super fortunate that we've got technology on our side right now so that people that have a Zoom account, you can make a meeting and just see each other and talk to one another. And we can text one another and see how we're doing. It's very freaky all what's happening. And I think the uncertainty is scary. And in some weird respect, like even the fact that I accomplished my goal and I got to be in a video game and I got to see myself in the video game kind of scared myself because I always thought like, well, if I could ever like accomplish this goal, I could die happy. And now I want to do a take back. Like, no, no, I've got other things I want to do. Okay. So, all right. 
don't, don't universe, don't, don't, don't take me up on that. Okay. <laughs> I got plenty more I want to do. That's all crazy thoughts that can go through your head. And I have noticed that just like when I first retired, it's really tough not to have a schedule. You know, my regular classes or meetings or things that I go to, even my marketing, like trying to get more voiceover work is kind of very scaled back because so many of the production companies are on like high alert. They're closed down. They're trying to transition into online only and figuring all this out. So they're really not in the mood to get a lot of solicitations from unknown voice actors trying to get jobs from them, you know. So even marketing has changed. I can always practice. I am doing that and trying to take some classes and put things together. If you haven't gone to my voice acting website, Lori Weaver, V-O, that's for voiceover, L-A-U-R-I-E-W-E-A, V like Victor, E-R, V like Victor, O like Orange dot com, you could see like my cool marketing and see the demos that I've created and hear what I'm doing. And my favorite is the animated animation demo. It's all my animation voices that's actually been illustrated in cartoons, like animated cartoons, and it's really neat. And like I said earlier, if you go to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com front slash D-A-Y-183, you'll see a link to the demo of the game that I'm actually in. It's a real game. You can download the demo. I can't tell you who I am or anything about it. But if you play the demo, you will most likely run into at least one or two characters that I play in that game. I know that I did. I was really like blown away. I was just kind of like, wow, that's me. And then in one case, I heard a line and I'm like, I think that's me. I don't remember recording that one, but that sure sounds like me. And overall, I'm super proud of myself that I did accomplish that. And I am very, 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 very grateful that Mark and I are okay financially, that we can hold tight and not have the worries that many of my friends have. I'm also very grateful that even though we put on a few pounds that we've still gotten out for some bike rides and we intend to try to do some more bike rides, it was a tough blow when the state closed all the hiking trails and the beaches and all the parks and everything. I understand it, but that still was tough. Even Descanso Gardens is closed. You can't go there. You can ride by there and wave at it, but you can't go there. So all my usual sort of exercise stress haunts, my get out of the house and feel good places, except for our bike riding, have kind of been taken away. So I am trying every single morning to do about 15 minutes worth of yoga on my bed. I get up, make the bed, do my yoga on the bed, just to sort of get that little bit of stretching and mindfulness in no matter what. Also trying very hard to keep up with my meditation because I can see the difference, BCs, when I meditate and when I don't. And when I don't, I have a tougher time and my anxiety really rises. And anxiety is such a weird thing. It's like that flight or fight or bite response that can kick in when we're feeling unsure of what's happening. And it certainly we have a very real threat facing all of us. 
but we never know. Like, could you get it? Maybe you'll be fine. Maybe you won't. Maybe the health care will be fine. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll have enough supplies by then. Maybe we won't. Everything just seems so unsettled. And it's very hard to deal with that feeling, especially since like for us at home, Mark and me, things feel really, really normal until you try to leave the house. And when you go somewhere, the the roads are strange. If you're in the store, it feels threatening and kind of scary. And you're, you're trying to keep your distance from everyone. What a weird time in our lives. So that's why I really wanted to take the time to reach out to you today to let you know that we're fine, we're good, we have our thoughts on it, and also to offer you guys a place if you wanted to communicate how you're doing or you wanted to reach out, feel free to give us a call on the Bravery Hotline, and that number is on every single show notes page of compulsiveovereatingdiary.com. It's free to you, and go ahead and do that if you'd like, or join our Facebook group, and all you need to do to join that is to email me at lori at compulsiveovereatingdiary.com with your email address that you use for Facebook, and I will add you to that group. That is very informal, and we don't share our stories outside of that group, so... That's another place you can connect with us and also find resources like Cindy's Zumba class I've posted in there. That's another place where I talk a little bit more about the video game and other people have resources that they've shared as well. So let's close with today's dance moment. And for it, I went hunting for some Spanish guitar music because I love Spanish guitar music and I find it really cheerful and restful all at the same time. But I hope you enjoy this one. It's called Las Cabos by Steve Glotzer. So, BCs, until next time, take care, because even though we are far apart and isolated from one another, I really, 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 as if we were in person, really, 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 really care.